Hello, hello, hello. Today is Friday, August 19th, 2022, episode 150. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Catzard. Hey there, Cat. How's it going? Hey, hey, hey. 150. Yes, we even got a celebratory little meme from from our podcast, and they just gave us one hundred congratulations on publishing one hundred and fifty episodes. Here's to the next one hundred and fifty! Yay! There it is. There it is. A mile, another milestone reach. This is great stuff. So I'm really excited about all of that. And today we're going to start out. Catter named the show Ditch Mitch, and rightfully so. Oh my gosh, the guy! Such a loser. Yes, he is. I mean, he's throwing the Senate. Just so y'all know, he's doing it on purpose. He'll do. He'll get. I mean, he he's. They give like uh, people who hate trump all this money and then these american first people that can win by the way Mm -hmm. um they don't give them anything they don't give them a dime that's exactly right it it is and you're really seeing something happen here you're actually watching the fall of the establishment whenever they get to this point they know that their power is lost and it is crumbling and they're not going to be able to get anything from their donors or or anyone else it's really it's really quite interesting but they're so revealing so yes mcconnell makes a grim prediction about republicans in senate races he actually got out there mcconnell in kentucky yeah basically said we're gonna lose sir he asked for his midterm projections, and he says, I think there's probably a greater likelihood the House flips than the Senate. Senate races are just different. Their statewide candidate quality has a lot to do with the outcome. Huh. Take that yeah, he's talking about He's talking about America First candidates, by the way. He's, he's such a little scumbag weasel i hate that guy oh he's terrible he really is terrible he's been terrible for a very long time but you know what the good old republican party tells us that even if our primary candidates don't win to definitely show up and band together and support the one that is there because you know what they're true to the republican or conservative values they're who the we the people want and they're going to support them do you think you're going to get that from the rhinos Do you think they're going to support these candidates? Do you think they're going to put forth as much money as they can to ensure that they win? Democrats are out raising uh, the like people who just give to the Democrat Party and people who just give to the Republican Party, which really don't mean much. But the Democrats are like three to one more money because nobody's giving to the Republican Party. Why? Because they're a bunch of uh, they don't do nothing. That's right. They're, they're, They're a bunch of do nothing, gutless cowards. That won't do anything. I mean, where are they at right now? Besides Trump and DeSantis, who's even speaking for the Republican Party? Do we even have one? They're never. They're no, they don't. They don't complain about anything. Joe Biden's destroying the country. We've got um, the highest inflation in forty years, highest record gas prices in history, a recession, and they're not even saying nothing. I mean, and no wonder nobody's giving no money to them. Why am I throw? My, why would I throw my mullet down? You know, just get my money and flush it right down the toilet. And you're going to give it to Liz Cheney and Lisa Murkowski? Well, Hell that, no. That's what's changed here is that the American people have woken up. I haven't I haven't donated to the Republican Party in years Me neither. as a result. We don't have one in California. Over you don't here, want to know what I said one. last time they asked me for money <laughs> on the letter I sent them. I'm sure you said something. I'm sure you did I invented not hold some back. Curse, I invented curse words. I'm not even in the... <laughs> 
in in the thesaurus. Oh my gosh! Well, they definitely earned it. I mean, they've been working really hard for it, and that's why a long time ago I decided that you know what, there isn't a party here that's considered conservative. Really, it's lost its way. It's just non-existent. And so I start I started supporting candidates themselves in other states, and I would send it directly to their campaign. And I think more and more people are doing it. It's not that the Republicans in in itself is losing popularity. It's the Republican Party that is that is controlling this whole thing that's losing it's favor the base. of the American people. The establishment. Yeah. yeah, and of course, all these polls, they're going to always, towards election, say the Democrats are going to win. So don't even do that. They're just trying to keep you from voting. That's, That's so all true. that is. The, the, the Democrats aren't going to win. No. Now, the Senate races, you know, since uh, sometimes it's impossible to win the Senate seats because what happens is, since it's every six years, you don't even know how many Senate seats are even going to be up. So there's only so many up. And then some years like this cycle, they've got, you know, we've got all these places we got to hold and very few places we can even gain. So there's hard, there's not, there's no wiggle room to win this thing at all. That's right. But them saying, you know, Portman's down 12 points and Wisconsin's bull crap. Just they're saying that about Trump. Exactly. You know, 16 in Wisconsin and 22 in Pennsylvania. They do that every election cycle. Don't listen to that crap. Well, in 2016, no one listened to any of that nonsense. And as a result, we won. We showed up and we won. And we're going to do the exact same thing again. Everyone I even speak to, even in L.A., when it comes to, to politics or anything that comes up, they cannot stand Biden or the administration. They have so many problems with it. And so I just say, why are you why are you voting for it? Why are you supporting it? You know, the only way you're going to get out of this incredible trick box that we're in is if you start supporting people that are for this country and for the American citizens, not all this other chaos and nonsense. These are the politicians. This is the elite versus the regular average American person. And they're just waging a war on all of us. All of and them. Y'all, and, and, and y'all are sitting there voting with them. I know it. Against the yourself, I idiots. I know it. I know Man, it. And you have to be dumb. You have just to be dumb and evil now to vote for a Democrat. And I'm not saying Republicans are the solution to any problems or not, but they're damn sure not causing the problems like the Democrats are. Well, and, and you have those that are really standing out and stepping up. Marjorie Taylor Greene, my goodness. Ron DeSantis, Wow. He is fantastic. He, this is your governor. He's getting the cheaters. Yeah. I'm telling you, I tried to tell you this. Um, I knew before everybody knew, I said it on the podcast a long time ago, he's creating a police force just for election fraud. Cause if you're, if you're cheating and um, I just happened to be on a conference call with him somehow <laughs> with some people. And uh, I knew this beforehand and um, yeah, he, he's, you know, um, like he says, if, if it's election day and you, and you see somebody cheating or you see somebody dropping 150 things in a, in a box somewhere or, or some shenanigans, who do you call? You don't have nobody to call in any of these states. You call the cops and the cops are like, you know, here is a robbery, murder. Somebody's beating somebody up over here, domestic violence. And then somebody calls, Hey man, um, I saw somebody cheating in an election, but and they really don't know what to do because that's not what they do. So he set up his own. He made laws that made all this felonies and in big time prison sentences. And then he set his own police force up that you can call that look into if you're ballot harvesting. It's five years in prison. I mean, they're not playing. And um, you know, he just arrested twenty people for cheating. 
And well, and everybody wants to see this. This affects everyone, whether you're on the right or the left. You want voter integrity. You want the people's choice. You don't want the elite placing people in these positions. I don't care who you are. You shouldn't be comfortable with that, especially with what we know. But he's fantastic. I mean, this is his speech that he gave about election integrity. In 2020, Florida ran one of the most secure and transparent elections in the U.S., but we have more work to do. That's why I established an election crimes unit. And then you have here that the sheriff there has charged 20 murderers and sex offenders who weren't eligible to vote with election fraud. They will face five years in in prison. They're not playing. They're not. They shouldn't. And think, you you think about it. Um, They allowed, they're not allowing it anymore, but they allowed the mail-in votes here. Uh, Matter of fact, Trump was like 600,000 down in mail-in votes. They counted them first instead of last in the middle of the night. They got them all in, counted them, and then they started, you know, way behind. And then, of course, Trump ends up winning 1.2 million more votes on Election Day, which is the real count. So they couldn't even cheat enough. But here we are in Florida, which should have been called at 9 o'clock Eastern time. But, of course, nobody would call. They'd call Arizona with five votes in, Fox News, but they wouldn't call Florida with 99.9% in and him up by like six points. They wouldn't call that one. Nope. Yeah, you could call that one. So, um, yeah. And, and so by nine o'clock at night, it was done and counted and everything in all the counties in done third, most populous state. And then places like Arizona is probably the 28th most populous state. Things like that. Couldn't count their votes in weeks. Georgia, who doesn't have half the population of Florida. Couldn't, I mean, what, 20 days to count their votes, Wisconsin, same thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's all you need to know about cheating right there. If they're not counting the votes, they're cheating. Sure. Because you can, they're, they're countable. Mm-hmm. And you can do, we've been doing this in our country for years and years and years on election night. And by nine or 10 o'clock, all the votes are counted and, and a winner is declared. And all of a sudden they can't do it now. It's bullshit. It's because they're cheating. Well, they have to. In order to win those seats and to keep their power, they have to. And the thing is, you're not seeing Republicans calling for this kind of action or reform. You're seeing the true people that, like DeSantis and Marjorie Taylor Greene and some of the others that are out there fighting for all the things that make this country strong. I love what he said here. I mean, he is not pulling any punches at all. Check out this clip. Through our Office uh, of Election Crimes and Security in conjunction with the Attorney General's Office and FDLE. Uh, the state of Florida uh, has charged and is in the process of arresting 20 individuals across the state for voter fraud. Now, now the majority of these people illegally voted in Palm Beach, Broward, and Miami-Dade although there are others in, in other parts of the state. These folks voted illegally in this case, and there's going to be other grounds for other prosecutions in the future. Uh, they are disqualified from voting uh, because they've been convicted of either murder or sexual assault, and they do not have the right to vote. They have been disenfranchised under Florida law, and Amendment 4 that passed specifically included people that have been convicted of sexual assault uh, and homicide from being able to have an automatic restoration uh, of, of their voting rights. And so they did not go through any process. They did not get uh, their rights restored. And yet they went ahead 
and voted anyways. Uh, that is against the law, and now they're going to pay the price for it. So they will be charged. They are being charged and arrested today uh, with election fraud. This is a third-degree felony in the state of Florida. Uh, they could face a $5,000 fine and up to five years in prison for illegally voting in our elections. Okay. Now that Throw the book at them. Yes. And, and that's how you stop it. That's right. And you restore When one person says the other, hey, man, sure. that guy, oh, Bob, Billy Bob over there, just got three years and $3,000 fine for election fraud, so you better not vote if you're not supposed to. That is so right. And you know what? And this guy is such a leader when it comes to all of that. Well, really quick, I just want to give a couple of shout outs because everyone is donating because it's our 150th show. So I want to make sure that I get everybody in here. We have Patrice Braddock. We have Pamela O'Dell. We have um, Tishkin Turner. And we have Mother of Pearl. We have C. Hibbs. Uh, we have Donna Lynn 47. Thank you all so much. We also have Dog with a Torch. Thank you for that. 150th episode. Who would have thunk it? Well, you know the left is totally going crazy with this whole entire revamp of the election system in Florida, which I think is really going to have a lot more people show up. I've got people in California that will say, you know what, why do I show up? Why would I even show up? Look what just happened with trying to recall Newsom. Look what just happened with uh, Gascon. Look at all of these these things where they're just throwing out votes. They stop counting. They disqualify it. Why does my vote count? Well, I think whether you're on the right or the left, it should be very apparent to you that we have to change this. And hopefully a lot of people are going to look to what DeSantis is doing and they're going to say, oh, wow, there it is a path. It just takes one governor. That's right. It takes There's one a good governor. Right? That's it. Mm -hmm. Remember, the, 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 the uh, elections are controlled by the states. And I'm telling you, and y'all have heard me say this many times before, but we had the biggest cheating county in the country by Broward. far, Broward County, Florida, mm -hmm. was just the home of election cheating Democrats. It has been for years. And he just cleaned it out in about a month. He fired everybody, fired Brenda Snipes, cleaned it out, fired everybody from her to in three counties over and all of them and, and redid it and then and, and, you know, changed the laws. And so y'all get caught cheating down there. And then, you know, you have this many times to count your votes. You're not you're not going to be counting votes in Broward County for three weeks anymore. They're going to be done on election night or you're all fired. The new people. So that's how you do it. And you just have to get in there and just say, we're going to run fair elections. That's I'm tired of this cheating. If you're counting votes, uh, if, if you're running a, a state election and you're in a, a Georgia or Wisconsin and you're counting votes a week later, you're cheating. That's it. That's that's it. 100% you're cheating because it doesn't take that long. That's right. So why, do, why is it? It's easy. You're cheating. Sure. You're trying to find a votes here. You're trying to find votes there. You're trying to get your person over the line somehow. And and we're tired of it. Count the votes on election night. Enough of this mail-in bull crap. As many governors as we can get in as possible to stop this and do what he's – this ballot harvesting illegal. I mean, you can, get, you can get charged with a felony in this state now for ballot harvesting, and it should be like that everywhere. Absolutely. So I mean, he's it can created, be fixed. He's it can created, be fixed. He's created a path and he has set a precedent of what a lot of, and, and every single, especially conservatives, my gosh, and especially when they're hearing from their constituents, hey, the election was stolen and they know it. 
you should do exactly. You don't have to come up with your own plan. Just follow exactly what DeSantis is doing. He's studied it. He's put it together. We know the repercussions of what happens with male harvesting, right? Here in, all, in, in California, they've done it over and over and over again. That's how they were able to turn this state, which used to be a red state. Don't forget. Reagan came out of this state. They had the 96 Republican National Convention in San Diego. It wasn't that long, long ago. And the state was predominantly red. I mean, of course, you've always had the liberal cities. But this is an incredible opportunity for them to just cheat. And they are doing it nonstop, even on recalls. Even when people are spending the time to get the signatures and everything else, they will they will do something like print. Oh, you can just print your, your ballots out on your yeah. computer. I mean, print it out. There's no integrity there. Your, your vote is not safe or secure. Absolutely not. It needs to be done all the way across the board. And whether you're Republican, whether you're a Democrat, it shouldn't bother you one way. You would you want your voice to be heard, I would think. I would think. But still in red states like Montana, Montana election officials conspired to kill legislation banning Zuck bucks. All right. This is according to a new poll. A lot of people are, are in it for the money. I mean, let's face it. A newly replete, released report details previously unknown efforts by local Montana election administrators to kill legislation that would have prohibited state officials from accepting and using private funds in the conduction of elections. So they, this, this report unveils extensive conversations among county election officials detailing a collective effort to squash a bill, it's SP-335, filed in the state legislature that would have effectively outlawed funding of election offices from groups such as Mark Zuckerberg's backed Center for Technology. He and should be in prison. Life. Yes, he should. We're talking, they're like Russian interference election. That guy... That alien from Uranus, he, he, <laughs> he, he, yeah, he, he cheated in the election. He had more election interference than anybody in the history of our country in one election combined. Oh, he did. He absolutely did. And he continues to. It's so ridiculous. When you start listening to what just happened, right, in this state, they distributed approximately $1.7 million across 21 Montana counties in the lead up to the 2020 election. This is what they do. This is how they win. And not no one. You haven't heard of an investigation on the Zuckbucks. You haven't heard anything. I mean, silence speaks louder than words. No. The FBI only works for the elites. They don't. They're not the law. They're that's it. That's all they care about. And the DOJ now under Biden, they only work for their party. They're the secret police for their party, the KGB. Um, they don't. You know, if you're a conservative, they're coming after you. They're sticking the IRS on conservatives now. I'm going to tell you that if you think any person that votes Democrat or a Democrat prominent, anybody, some of these dirty people that go to Washington and uh, even Liz Cheney, who goes up there and makes $40 million in six years, you know, you think they're going to get audited? Nope. No, not it's, even It's going to be some, some waiter. That's right. <laughs> some waiter. You didn't count your tips. We're going to put you in jail and pull a gun on you. Well, they're after the middle class. They want to completely get rid of it. And if you walk the streets of L.A., I mean, just look around. You can see a complete difference between those that are doing very well, the haves and the have-nots. 
I mean, a lot of these people don't even have shoes on their feet. It's such a it's such a disaster here. So here you go. You've got uh, this is out from Tommy Pigott, and he says Biden inflation is biting into parents' wallets like never before. Families are set to spend eight hundred and sixty four dollars on school supplies this year. It's up one hundred and sixty eight dollars, or twenty four percent, from two thousand nineteen. But what are what are the Dems doing? What is Biden doing? They're cheering as they raise middle class taxes and create eighty seven thousand IRS enforcers. Unbelievable! I told you about this. I had to go. I had to go to uh, an office supply store and get a couple of cords when we were having some computer issues that night, and they had these little kits at the register and they were really trying to encourage everyone to buy them for these school students because their parents can't afford them. Well, I mean, the thought is really great in theory, but you know what? I, I was really tired that day and I looked at the I looked at the register person. I said, you know, this is a problem with the administration that's running the show right now. You do realize that. It shouldn't be up to LA residents or middle class earners that are working to pay for these kits. You need to take it a little bit higher than that this is the inflation the that's caused yeah. right by biden and his the administration yeah state in the in the in the country by it far way high yes i mean look at these numbers couldn't these are just, pay me to even go visit there it's crazy well biden's back to school price hike tape is up 69 percent. paper is up 60 percent. pencils are up 40 percent. glue 30 percent. sneakers 12 percent backpacks up to 2%. These are great conversation starters though, because when I said that, there were so many people that were shaking their head. Yeah, I mean, come on. And they're in agreement. They know what's happening. They can- Don't mention glue around Hunter. He'll probably start sniffing all (laughs) Yeah, you'll hear a big snort in the back. But that's that's really how it is. And then meanwhile, what do you have going on? You've got Biden who is going to give another 800 million in additional military aid every week. So ridiculous. I'm so sick of sending money to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. We're like 56 billion now, billion to them in one year. It's so true. They just, they do it every week and they make sure it's not a billion, 850 million, 750 million, 900 million every single week. It never ends. They're, why are we sending them a billion dollars a damn week? It's it's we, Why are we fighting this war? This has nothing to do with our country at all, except we're the ones that kind of got them in there, pushed them along. Well, it's so true. And and this is just another slap in the face to the American people. We're who in a are recession. Suffering. And all they're doing, yeah, and, and they're sticking the IRS on us, the middle class, and they're sending all the rest of the money over to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So true. And nobody knows where it's going. Nobody. It's all just money down the toilet, going to getting people rich as hell, getting Zelensky. Why is Zelensky worth a billion dollars? Some guy, we, guess who installed him? The United States of sure, America. Just like they do he everybody went a, else. You think he win a fair election and they're a democracy? You're insane. Oh, yeah. Do it, open a book. Look at something. Get off CNN. Study something for a minute. 
Well, it's it's true, and it goes. The guys are crook. It goes all for the America Last policy, which is what they are trying to implement here. So Joe Biden is expected to announce an additional eight hundred million in military aid for Ukraine as early as Friday, according to Reuters. Well, you do know. You remember when we had Marjorie Taylor Greene in on the show, and she outwardly, she just came right out and said, "It's a money uh, money laundering operation." Of course we know it this. Is. It's obvious. Absolutely, there is no tracking of the funds. No one knows exactly where it's going but all of a sudden these fat cats get rich in return of course there's a problem so here you go the biden regime has sent more than 50 billion u.s taxpayer money to ukraine this year just last week u.s approved a 4.5 billion package to ukraine for budget needs and additional 1 billion in military aid to ukraine a total of 5.5 billion in one day disgusting oh it absolutely is like the 39 billion they come up with what two months ago that the republicans gleefully agreed to sure what well, you know i told them when they, you think that's going to be enough they're going to it'll be 10 days before they start sending them more money just going to keep for what until it what are we getting out of this that's name right. something we're getting out of this nobody can do it i promise you boy it is it's really you know that's a local beef. that's a local beef over there this is not a world war about to happen no. And might now, since we're funding the war for no reason. Well, and we already have a war on our border. I mean, let's face it. What, what are they yeah. doing? Where, where's nothing that? down there? Nothing is happening. We could really I wonder how use much, that money on our border. Yeah, you, yeah, take the IRS agents that they just did for $80 billion and another $80 billion. We're giving $160 billion. I mean, we could, they wouldn't even give uh, Trump $4 billion for a damn wall. That's how ridiculous our country has become. And re, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's insane. And these people, they're all traitors up in D.C. It's just a big swamp of traitors. That's exactly what they are, and that's why they're sticking together. And that is why McConnell is already downplaying candidate quality, because they're not establishment picks. I mean, the way he even said that, candidate quality, candidate quality is such a slap in the face to the American people, because they, that is our pick. Those are the people that we have done our homework on, we've researched. It's not the establishment pick, but ours. And for him to go ahead and start insulting those candidates. He's a piece of shit. Yes, I can't stand is. that dude. Well, he, saying, just he, get out. You're 80 something years old. Sure. We, we hate you. You got literally a 13% approval rating. 13%. Yeah. We can't stand you. No. We, you're not our leader. You don't speak for us. You're a backstabber, China lover. I mean, you just—he's just worthless, the guy. And and I can't stand when people say, "Yeah, but he—he—he—we dodged the bullet, man. If it wasn't for him, we'd have Merrick Garland." No, it was not. Any Republican that would have been a Senate leader, any of them, it wouldn't pick ten. All of them would have done the same thing. He didn't do anything special. It's my God, he's like, oh my, only McConnell would have done that as senator. Of course, any Republican in the last year, if they held the majority in the presidency and everything else. Of course, I mean, I mean, uh, the the majority and Obama's in his last term, and it was eight months left, seven months left. Any Republican would have done that. McConnell wasn't some superstar that he's the only one on earth that would have done it. You could have put any you could have put anybody in there. Lindsey Graham would have done it. Any of them would have done it. Mm -hmm. So I, I can't stand that argument. He's done nothing. The guy's a joke.
Oh, he is. And he's owned by China, as so many of them are. And look, I mean, look at the history of the whole thing. Well, on top of that, just to make matters worse, the U.S. approves of Ukraine striking Crimea. All right. So basically, any this is this is a quote. This is from a senior Biden official. Any target they choose to pursue on sovereign Ukrainian soil is, by definition, self-defense. So not only are we funding it, but they're going ahead and using, a, striking a tone, so to speak, of going ahead and striking Crimea. I mean, this is where this is where we are. You, I mean. <laughs> you know, there's there's been a lot of talk about Russia interference and everything else. I, I cannot believe the amount of efforts that are going into the Ukraine to create a war with Russia. They are doing absolutely everything they possibly can to have one, it seems to me. And all that money, the, what doesn't go in their pockets, it goes to who does it go to? The weapons manufacturers and who, supported, who supports who's the biggest four biggest donors of Mitch McConnell. We played on the show one day, weapons manufacturers. So they're glad to do it. Oh, and that's why this lobby, and it's just, I'm telling you, it's a big cesspool. Um, that DC now is just, it, I don't know how we even salvage it. It's so bad. Oh my gosh. I, it, it has gotten that bad. And they're all owned by everybody, by corporate. Everybody's getting rich up there. Sure. Everybody. Sure. They're all getting rich. Well, that is the war on the American people that we talk about. I mean, Washington elite and corporate media, you've got all of that. Corporations as well that own these politicians. And that's why you're seeing America, the American people that are saying, no, enough of this. We're tired of bought off politicians. We want to install people that are new, that have have the right goals in mind for this country and for ourselves. We, we need representation. We don't have it there. The only people that these people are looking out for are themselves. Not, not, they're not doing They're all the getting job. rich. Yeah. Real They're making rich. hundreds of millions of dollars. Real rich. Nancy Pelosi's worth two hundred twenty-five million. Mm -hmm. Liz Cheney's been there six years. She was forty million. These people are making one hundred sixty-seven thousand, uh, less than a hundred after taxes a year. That's right. And they're all filthy, stinking rich. Even the ones that cry the most. Liz Cheney's Liz Elizabeth Warren's worth twenty million. Bernie Sanders worth four million. AOC's worth a couple million now. Sure. The ones that you know do the. All the yelling and screaming about pay your fair share, and none of them's paying their fair share. They're up there getting filthy rich. It's true, and just richer, and you've got these dynasty families. But look at how we've spoken. This is what's so cool, is that you have a, a complete turnaround on what's been happening. Liz Cheney, the fall of Liz Cheney is so significant that that's all anybody, if they were if they were on our side, should be talking about. You want to talk about an absolute landslide, a crushing like never that has never been seen before, a dynasty she, family that is out and more to she, come. She lost uh, an incumbent losing her their primary. She lost more than any incumbent lost their primary this century. Oh, absolutely. By more. Absolutely. That means it's the biggest landslide this century oh in, in politics for absolutely. an incumbent. Absolutely. Think about that. That's how much she's hated. And she still gets up there afterward and starts doing the saying the same things that got her crushed. That's right. And pretending like, oh, I'm I'm protecting democracy and it was worth losing because I am the defender of democracy. You're not. You're running a one sided kangaroo court 
that this country's never seen, the very opposite of a democracy or our republic or the Constitution. Everything you're doing spits in the face of it. It's just the opposite of everything you say, you little demon. Well, it's so true, and that's the whole thing. But there was so much that was won from all of this because not only did the elite recognize the fact that we are going to get their seats back and we're going to place people that are actually doing their job and, and representing the American people, but you're getting rid of the dynasty families. You're getting into the shoe-ins, and it doesn't matter how much money the elite throw at candidates. When the American people decide and turn their back on a candidate they come together and guess what they do they oust them and that was an ousting I mean 40 points I'm sure it was even higher than that if they were to really do the correct counting. But these are the yeah. things that when we're talking about the border and we're talking about Ukraine and we're talking about all of this stuff and, and how these politicians are getting rich. Meanwhile, you've got, this one is out from Breitbart, NPR poll, 54% of Americans agree Biden's border crisis and invasion, including 40% well, that's an NPR poll. Yeah, yeah that, that's really 84%. It, that's exactly. really 84%, which is, that's why I'm saying don't listen to any of these polls. Well, all a bunch of bull crap. when you have a poll that's actually representing in our favor, it's kind of like imagine how much how much bigger it actually is, because everyone knows what is going on at this. If 40, let me let's just break the poll down by the headline. If 40 percent of Democrats think it's an invasion, but only 54 percent, that means uh, like only like 60 percent of Republicans think there's an invasion on the southern border. That's how ridiculous that's this how poll low, is. Right. It, it is. Of course, it's 96 percent of the Republicans and 89 percent of the independents and over 50 percent of Democrats know what's happening at the border. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's an invasion. Yeah. Think and about it. 200,000 people it. are coming a month. That's more than probably the city you live in from anybody listening right now. Well, and, and it's not only that. I mean, that's the whole problem. And you've got all of these things that are a spinoff of, of what's happening as a result of it. I mean, our whole entire country is completely suffering from it. So you've got two more migrant buses from Texas that arrived in New York City as the border, Should be border, 2000. Crisis, border crisis continues. I'm telling you, I want a convoy. <laughs> I want to play that 1970-something song, Convoy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I want that gosh. on the loudspeakers, Convoy. And I want buses from the border. I don't care. I, and, and they're like, take them back across the border. Screw that. I'm all for us. One thing I disagree with Carrie Lake, I'm for putting them right down the gut of liberal cities until it stops because they're never going to send them back until that happens. So I'm saying DC and Washington and right where Joe Biden lives and Nancy Martha Pelosi. Vin and Martha's Vineyard. I'm talking about when mm -hmm. I'm talking about each bus <laughs> can see each other on the highway all the way there and all the way back. This like two buses here and 18 buses here. It's not enough, man. Come on. It's DeSantis would be doing it. Trust me. Oh, believe if he was me. Texas. Oh, 100%. And Send them all. And Everybody crosses the border. Bust them out. Yes, it's what's got to happen. And you also have the D.C. mayor who is now Times Square. Over. She's in Times trouble. Square, right she, <laughs> she's in trouble. This one is out from the GOP Times. She's in trouble because D.C. mayor in trouble for asking for help from the Pentagon. Okay, so Mayor Bowser, mayor of Washington, D.C., Bauer, Bowser, um, is asking the Pentagon for help due to the migrant population in the city. This is the mayor's second request for help after the federal department rejected her pleas last week. What was her request? Well, she wants the D.C. National Guard to be deployed to prevent a prolonged humanitarian crisis in our nation's capital resulting from the daily arrival of migrants. 
So in a letter to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, Bowser wrote, we need help from our federal partners as we seek to stabilize and manage our operating environment in this crisis. And the D.C. National Guard would manage the facilities established to house those migrants, including overseeing feeding and sedimentation, as well as offering ground support. Bowser said migrants that arrived in D.C. need support for at least 72 hours before she claims they move on to their final destination. So this is interesting. You know, they have you think you think about the border. They go to their final destination, send them back again. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Come on a bus as they get there, send them right back to DC. That's right. Enough of this shit. You wanted y'all brag about these Democrats brag about their cities being uh, what do you call them? Um, Oh, oh, sanctuary cities. Yeah, sanctuary cities. And so let's let's give them what they want. They love it. They brag about it. I mean, let's give them millions and millions. Right at the gut, right at Times Square. I mean, so many you can't even. It looks like it looks like New Year's Eve every day. Immigrants right there with the ball dropping it's every day. I, I Do mean, it, yeah. The, That's how you fix this stuff. Quit being, quit, quit doing this bus here and bus there, and get busy saving the country. I'm tired of it. Wow. Have some balls. Send them all. <laughs> Send every last one of them. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, it's really interesting because they don't even have even a quarter of what's happening at the border. And this is their reaction. They start to completely freak out because it's starting to eat into their into their money for their state and their reserves and everything. And they don't want to spend it on these illegal immigrants that are coming into our country. Uh-uh, not even at all. So it's so interesting because the news just moves so quickly. One honest, this is out from the date from the Gateway Pundit, DC attorney, incredible opening statement made by progressive Democrat public defender at January 6th trial. They had every right to come together and object to the certification of the election. Amazing. Finally, someone is calling it what it is. Yes, we can peacefully protest. We can peacefully come together and do exactly that. So it was a surreal, it was a surreal moment to witness a progressive Democrat public defender stand up for the constitutional rights of a Trump supporter in a Washington, D.C. federal courtroom this past week. Although some will say Natasha Taylor Smith was just doing her job by defending her client, um, it's still, she is a rare exception to the rule. And many January 6th public defenders have completely neglected their clients. So she came out in, in defense of Kyle Fitzsimmons and his baby daughter. I mean, she was, she was doing everything that she could to basically say, he did nothing wrong. You are allowed. I mean, you can see hours and hours of video of, of the Biden administration claiming that President Trump wasn't the rightful president. You can see it. They've all commented on it. But as soon as a conservative does, what do they do? They completely shut down and say that we're insurrectionists, that we're, that we're doing all of these things that are wrong. No, it's not going to work, and it's not going to work for long. So I'm really happy to see that this was the lawyer that he picked and that she actually came out with that statement. More people need to hear that. That is our right. We can speak well, did out. You, did you see where the FBI agent uh, pled guilty of trying to screw one of the uh, January 6th? Absolutely. Wasn't Read that, that story. wildest thing. Oh, my gosh. I think it was on your page, too. But, yes, they, they came out, and here it is right here. Got it up. FBI agent pleads guilty to destroying evidence to frame pro-Trump political prisoner. 
This is amazing. I mean, come on. Former Arkansas Senator John Woods was the first elected official in the state to endorse President Trump in 2016. Two years later, U.S. District Judge Timothy L. Brooks of the Western District of Arkansas sentenced Woods to serve 18 years in federal prison, in addition to three years of supervised release in order Woods to pay a $1.6 million restitution. This is huge. In a plea deal made and filed on Wednesday, a former FBI agent pleaded guilty to paying a business to wipe his computer to make the hard drive unavailable for forensic examination. <laughs> yeah, because there's probably evidence on it that would exonerate him. Exactly. I mean, these FBI people, and then they, they have the nerve to get up there, you know, in DOJ. We are the most impeccable we do we totally do this equally above the wall and we you know we 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 have blind justice and all this it's laughable it we're is. laughing at you no you don't you can't even show an example of it i mean just just look okay they want to raid trump's home they do it in five minutes let's go back to durham who a lot of people have faith in and i've said from the beginning is a joke and he is a joke because what has he done name one thing Durham's done in three years Nothing. is he raiding homes right now is he raiding the homes of Peter Strzok? Is he raiding the homes of, of Hillary Clinton and all the people that cheated and did this Spygate thing? Is anybody high level been arrested that you've ever even heard of? Is anybody going to court? Is he trying to change venues when he gets robbed when he lost the case up here? And the judge allowed um, so <laughs> his soccer buddy, my kid's it's soccer wild. mom, to go up there yeah. and be one of the. I mean, is, is he doing any of that? Is he raiding anybody? Is anything happening? The statute of limitations is about to run out on all this stuff. That's all he's doing is running out the clock. Oh, that's exactly I'm what telling he you. says. Proofs oh, are yes. in the proofs in the pudding. You can talk and do memes and talk and say Durham's coming and all that crap. But the truth is, he ain't done jack shit. Hmm. There's not been any arrest. Nobody's went to jail. The one guy who forged the document, he got six months home arrest and then got his license back. That's what you get for trying to turn over election, a treasonous traitor of this country. That's it. Well, that's what's, so that's he ain't done jack crap. I'm not impressed. When you start arresting people like Brennan and Clapper and stuff, let me know. Until then, I, I'm, you know, nothing's going on. Well, I, I think it's really cool. I roll my eyes I, so hard. Every time I hear his name, I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> Good God, is, do but, something, get, you know, shit or get off the pot. <laughs> it's so true. But, <laughs> but here you go with, with Trump. I mean, as a result of all of this, and like we were talking about yesterday, President Trump is no dummy. He has got a whole orchestrated plan of when he's going to release the footage. And he's already, he's already, uh, released a lot of information about that raid and really pointing to what this is all about. Well, right now in just a small little poll, uh, Trump leads Biden by 14 points after FBI raid. Believe me, it's a lot higher than that. But you have all kinds of things. I mean, you have President Trump who is back in the saddle again because he is suggesting, and this is from Red Right Patriot, uh, Trump suggests a 2024 win could bring raids on Hillary, Obama, and Biden's homes. That's well, what they should do. Absolutely. Enough of this crap. I've oh, had enough it of it. Everybody done. has. Yeah. Put people in there who will do it. Sure. Like, and, and then we got to hear the the people on our side. Oh, well, they can't get confirmed. It's the same thing. Who cares? But you ever have a recess appointment? That's right. You put somebody in there for 18 points on a recess appointment, and there ain't nothing they can do about it. And then you recess appoint somebody else. There's ways around this. Who cares? Oh, my God. I mean, that that's the same argument we're hearing. 
of Dr. Oz. Oh, Dr. Oz, we got to put him in there because he's the only one that went a general election. The guy is the worst candidate I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, this is what we have to change, though. And and this is what President Trump is letting us know he's going to do. Believe me, he knows how they've sped up these investigations and slowed them down because they are so completely politically inclined to do so. It's all about their politics. And so with President Trump and his base still reeling from the uncouth, unprecedented raid of his Florida estate, the former president appears to understand that the Biden DOJ has now crossed the line and then they cannot cross it. So if Trump were to win the White House again, there would be little to stop him from simply raiding the homes of his personal political enemies. Sound familiar? No, here's the deal. This is the difference. President Trump would have the information and all all of the different instruments in, in order to prove his case of why a raid took place. He would have examples. What this FBI is doing to President Trump is they're going on a fishing expedition, all right? He would have the evidence in hand, which he clearly does. He knows what all of this is about, and this is why they're so upset and raided him, is because he can prove that they were criminally involved in in spying on his campaign and everything else. They are totally afraid of them. So what do they do? They send in the dogs. They send in the FBI to do their dirty work to go ahead and clean up all of this evidence evidence and destroy it and get rid of it kind of like they did with Hillary Clinton's emails. What do they do to protect her? Destroy it. Hunter Biden's laptop? Ooh, it's lost. It's the same thing over and, and over they were, again. Yeah. We lost Hunter's laptop. And they want to sit here and believe that we believe anything they say. Right. Just right there. I don't believe anything the FBI okay. says for the rest of my life. Just right there. Oh my gosh. Of course you didn't lose it. You lied. They just lie. They don't know how to do anything else. So here you go. This is from American Wire. FBI was after documents Trump believed would exonerate him from the Russian hoax, Intel officials say. Well, I mean, he's got a lot of information, including a tape of all the different things. He should declare, like tomorrow, he should declare he's running 2024. He should declare his, you know. He's got that he should, figured out, though, too. I mean, Nah, tiny. he should do it right now because if he does that, then it's a whole different thing of, of them trying to get him because he's running. Oh, I wish whole, you would. A, it completely changes everything. I would, lo- I would love to start. Then you're officially going after Biden's, uh, uh, you know, opponent in 2024. Well, I, I, you know, I cannot wait to start celebrating the fact that he is going to run for president. And I'm sure he's got it carefully figured out when he's going to announce it. But like you said, all of this would change it. This would be a whole other thing. He should, cha- he should do it now. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, gosh, I mean, it, when you think about what this man has gone through, it's just incredible. I mean, the allegations, this is out from the Gateway Pundit, the allegations. Just everything from yeah. the beginning. It's ridiculous. They don't make sense. He's been cooperating the entire time, and Alina Haba with Newsmax was interviewed. Cooperate with, with what? Yeah. Some stuff for the archives? Who gives a damn? Every one That's... of the presidents got that crap in the garage. Yeah. This is so ridiculous. I mean, and then they try to lie and, and pump a story of nuclear codes. Remember how that just kind of faded? Oh, of course. It went away. I mean, it lasted two days, and everybody laughed. And they're like, yeah, f- give me a break. And then, oh, y'all are on the up and up. <laughs> FBI leaks that. Yo, we're on the up and up. You better not talk bad about our agents. You just, uh, I mean, five seconds ago, you uh, assholes, 
you just you just released saying he had nuclear codes in his thing and nobody believed it man and what do you think we're stupid well it's not only that they think that we're stupid but the timing is really suspicious too especially with how the, he is wrecking and spending the money and and all of the stuff passing these bills that everybody knows is only going to hurt america even further bills that they said Oh, no, you're not going to see relief immediately. It's going to be years down the road before you yeah. see what this great bill is mm -hmm. going to do for you. No, no, no. And, that doesn't work during a recession. In 2074, one person's going to get <laughs> buy one tomato that's 17 cents less. Exactly. So here you go. Former FBI agent reveals DOJ was heavy in Trump raids, says FBI was pushed. Okay, well, FBI isn't supposed to be pushed to do things like this. They are supposed to examine the evidence and figure out whether they have enough to enter and to, uh, to you know, basically raid a property, someone's property, including Melania Trump's underwear drawer and everything else in search of something. They have to have a target. And all of a sudden, you're starting to see that they're really what they didn't even know what they were looking for. They're in there sniffing <laughs> the first ex-first lady <laughs> uh, underwear. <laughs> This is this is insane. Yes, it is. It's true. Yes, it is. I, and and the thing about it is, is now they're saying, oh, we can't release these documents because some of these people's name are going to be exposed to the public. Good. And then their lives are going to be in danger. They're you going like to be attacked. Exactly. What, how much danger do you think you're putting him? Uh, Y'all right. pretending like he's a Russian agent every day for <laughs> four, four or five years. And you're the ones that did the plot. Uh-huh. And call, well, what do you think? How much danger do you think we all are? For you, acting like we're kidnapping you and that white supremacy is this and we're all domestic terrorists. You, the FBI is the one putting the target on all of our backs. What are they talking about? That's right. They're the ones doing it, and not us. So true. And there is so much that's coming out. But this is the other thing is that President Trump already has a plan for all of this stuff. This is why they have you have not seen the videotape yet. This is because he does things in his time frame and he does it. And when he strikes, he strikes. So the federal division over overseeing the investigation of President Trump's handling of classified material at his Mar-a-Lago residence is also the focus of special counsel John Durham's investigation investigation of the Bureau's alleged abuses of power and political bias during its years-long Russian gate probe of President Three Trump. Years. It's years. been going on. Oh man. On. Yeah, it's he's so aggressive that we don't even know it exists for three years. Yeah, exactly. The FBI's nine hour thirty agent raid on the former president's Florida estate is part of a counterintelligence case run out of Washington, not Miami, as it has been widely reported. According to FBI case documents, the sources with knowledge of the matter. Um, the Bureau's Counterintelligence Division led the 2016 2017 Russia collusion investigation of Trump, and it was also codenamed uh, Crossfire Hurricane heard this before it's not going to go away they can try everything they possibly can but everything that happened in they didn't find jack shit in there nothing and when you have struck and you have page and all of these people were fired and then they're handed these cushy jobs they don't lose their licenses or anything else i mean come on if this was happening under the and under president i mean under resident biden's administration and if he had these people going after him to this degree let me tell you something President Trump would have been escorted out in cuffs, all right, if this if this was flip-flopped. There is they just no had reason Biden's, for this to have happened. Another week of vacation. Yeah. He comes back from his 
vacation, signs the bill, goes back on vacation. Oh, of course. They're hiding the, him. The brain dead, mouth open, creepy weirdo recession dummy. Oh, of course. He is absolutely on vacation. I don't think we're probably going to ever see this clown again. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> PMR is a little crackhead pedophile son. With all of this stuff going on, he shows up glassy-eyed and Alzheimer's-like, right? Staring into the abyss of Mansion, because he's supposed to. He's given a card that says Mansion will be on your right anyway and hands him a pin. But where's Biden during all of this? Well, he's on vacation. This is the one-year anniversary of his disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal. Biden is absolutely nowhere to be found. Nowhere Can you imagine him doing a press conference? I mean, remember when Trump, he'd go out there every time he'd get on a helicopter or the plane, they'd have the press out there, about 100 of them. He'd go out there and stand right in front of them and just take dart after dart after dart from fake news screaming at him. That's right. And he'd sit out there for half an hour. I mean, this went on every day almost. Oh, yeah. And this brain-dead uh, basement dummy turnip brain, he can't even read a teleprompter. He'd go, oh, well, I'm supposed to ask for... Uh, Jeanette Smith, Jeanette Smith, you're supposed to be asking me a question. Hold on. Let me get my notes and read the answer to you that I already was given. Exactly. And he did this is just a joke. The whole thing's a joke. Uh, and, and everything they're doing is destroying this country. And I don't even know if we're going to survive these clowns. I think we will. I, I think we will. I think I think we are working extremely hard. I think even just the conversations that that you're holding on a daily basis, you're starting to see people saying, wait a minute. Because what is what registers to them when they aren't able to afford their groceries, when they aren't able to put gasoline in their cars, right? Not everybody can buy a 70,000 electric vehicle. That's just not going to work. This is how out of touch the elites are. And this is the war on the middle class. And, and you're seeing it over and over again. I, I, I think it's going to get worse, but I think the American people are going to prevail because they know they have no choice but to. This is, this is how, this is what life is like now under the Biden regime, and we never want to go through anything like it. I mean, everyone knows, everyone truly believes that this FBI and this DOJ is completely targeted. It's a political attempt to discredit and make sure that President Trump does not run again for president. That's all this is about. And to hush him up. And to hush him up on what he knows with those documents. They spent $40 million on that investigation. And it came up with nothing on President Trump. Everybody's it's going to be Mueller time. Oh, Mueller please. time. And Mueller went up there. It's not my purview. I mean, dumbest. Of Absolutely. He's like flipping through his nose. He has no idea what's going on. Exactly. It's not my purview. Oh, my gosh. And it's really interesting. I mean, that memo that President Trump that we read yesterday, it was really it was really telling because he posted that on purpose. He wanted everyone to see that. The declassification memorandum of materials related to FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. So what they he would do. He endorsed AOC now. I, I, I I hope he does. I hope he does. Uh, but he did. He, oh, he did, did he already? Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. He is so great. You know what? That's that's why we love him is because he absolutely trolls better than anybody in the entire world. He just does it right. But everybody knows exactly who these people are. And that's why President Trump has vowed to get rid of them. I mean, when you start talking about all of the different things that were involved in this operation and what they did, the the links they went to, and and 
really hiding the information, not presenting it, redacting it, all of these things. All right, so and this is an exclusive um, from the Gateway Pundit as well. Trump RICO case one, Clinton appointed judge allowed government to insert itself in Trump RICO case in place of Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page, and Kleinsmith. Does this surprise anyone? So a series of events that have led to the deep state to act in ways Americans never thought was possible. Does President Trump have them where he wants them? So when he released that report about all of the fired agents struck and then the humiliated and who resigned page and all of the others i mean he's got a lot of this information already yeah, who was married and screwing each other oh, every day sure. and- yes there's quite a bit going on here and this is why this is just going to get much better and and much more interesting because president trump he has a way of not really entering into an arena unless he's got what he needs so we're going to see a lot of it um on january 19th 2021 president trump made it official and per a memorandum announced that he was releasing a trove of, of documents related to the deep state russia gate scam president trump noted that the fbi objected to his declassification request on january 17th i bet because they're implemented sure of course they reject of course they're not going to do it well, god i can't believe he didn't fire that christopher ray i was begging him for two years fire this moron please we all this crooked sob oh we absolutely all were and then you have another exclusive i mean you're showing all of these cases the trump rico case the second one epstein related judge recused himself from trump rico case then signed the FBI warrant for the raid on Mar-a-Lago. FBI likely took documents to hide from the case. All right, so this judge had to recuse himself because of his position. He could not oversee this particular case. He, he tweets anti-Trump stuff all the time. Exactly. You can't you can't make this shit up. The guy who signed the uh, the, the warrant. Honestly, this is the whole thing. This is all of the information that's coming out. So you want to talk about playing dirty. They were just judge shopping, waiting to find one of theirs to sign off on this whole thing. But unfortunately, this was the same guy that recused himself from a case because of his bias. So now he's signing warrants. I'm sorry, but these people need to be absolutely dealt with. 100% they need to, they need to uh, be, be investigated and prosecuted but not by our FBI. <laughs> Definitely not by our FBI. You hear our FBI is mentioned and all of a sudden you lose complete faith in it, 100%, whatever the investigation. Just look at Epstein. Look at any of the other investigations. It's ridiculous. I don't know if you saw this one. This one is out from Steadfast Clash. Documents show Ray Epps told the FBI he expected bomb attack near the Capitol on January 6th. Remember that rumor there were going to be there was going to be all these bombs going off and all of these different things. Well, found out it was from our buddy Ray Epps, the FBI agent that was planted within the mixes. Yeah, the yeah. most obvious Fed in history. <laughs> wish, My God, I wish there was more to the story, but that's it. It, it ends with Ray Epps. <laughs> it's just crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, man, he, I mean, he should just get fed tattooed on his forehead and get it over with backwards. Oh. So when you look in the mirror, it says fed the right way. <laughs> My God. 
Well, it is true. But I really do think, I mean, when you start looking at what's happening in these cities and the crime rates and how they're going up, it, it is so awful. I live in a Democrat-run city. And so I can tell you that our crime is up. Murders are up 37%, I was just reading. Th- these are the kind of things that happen when you have got source DAs that are backing, that are in office, that are letting all of these criminals out on the street. And it's not just in extreme liberal cities. It's going to happen everywhere unless we get a hold of it. And I love to use the example of L.A. because you can't get anything more disastrous than this. I mean, what else can you compare it to? This looks like a third world country. You have tent cities all over the place. You've got crack pipes. You've got needles everywhere on the streets. I mean, come on. This is not the America that we want our kids to grow up in. Or this I, don't, is not I, don't, I just don't see the appeal to it anymore. I don't know what you get out of that city. I know you have to work there, so. but if you didn't, yeah. what you would get out of it to oh have to deal gosh. with that every day, to look I over know. your shoulder. It, I mean, what's it worth not to look over your shoulder? I've never have to look over my shoulder every day. I know. I mean, it, you, need, you need something like this. Okay, so real quick, we get, we're almost to the end here. So I want to ask about the little puppies. How's everybody going? How's it going? Everybody's doing good. Good. Yeah, just good, going good. good. I'm, I'm trying to determine if I'm going to be able to keep them or not. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> that's going to be definitely something that you're going to have to decide and it's going to be a tough decision, but this was just as sweet as it could possibly be. Uh, Donna Underwood drew this for you and it, she wanted it to be yeah, a that was big nice. Thank surprise you. for you and I wanted to show it up, show it on uh, and show it off on the show today because she has this for Monkey and Wiggles. So just know what an impact these little puppies have all had on our lives. They've been our real you know, a, a real moment of um, just much needed break because it's. They been sent so me a rough. picture of um, some pictures of uh, socks and Batman today, and some videos of um, of socks and stuff. So I'm, I, some of these people are more private than others, and so I, I try to share a few pictures here and there. But sure, you know, some people don't want their whole lives and their dogs, everything their dogs do. You know, some people do, some people don't. So. Aww, everybody I, I gave the pups to or not you know well sure exactly or my like twitter it. page some of them are people i know in real life so well and and that's the other thing a lot of people really want their privacy for different reasons and have to have it and totally get that completely understand that more than anybody probably so anyway well everyone have a wonderful wonderful weekend thank you so much for all of your donations to the show you're all amazing thank you for not uh, feeding the trolls looks like our system is going better now as a result of everything we were just being attacked by hackers nonstop. but i did find out we weren't the only ones not at all. It happened to several shows across the board. Anyway, if you'd like to see any of the articles that we read today, you can definitely check out my social media page. I post them all there. And thank you for your donations. If I missed you, I will make it up to you on Monday. All right, everyone, be safe, be kind Bye. to one another, and we will see you later. Bye.